When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very good morning. Just after nine o'clock, you're listening to the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. Thanks to Bunnings Trade, Mark Watson, alongside of me, former All Black great Justin Marshall. Telephone number here is 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Another interesting weekend of Super Rugby. It has been fascinating. I've got to say, I thought the Fijian Drua might just be the team this year that might surprise everybody. But they have got off to a slightly slower start, having dropped their first two games. Going down last night to Moana Pacifica, 39-36. Great, great exhibition again of Pacific rugby, played with so much flair, two teams that have that love-hate relationship. Later on today at 4 o'clock, we've got the Chiefs taking on the Brumbies. Uh, Justin Marshall, uh, Justin, I've, and we're going to probably do this a little bit later, we've got to do the dig segment courtesy of Sherlock, um, last longer at .com.au. I, why are we continuing to try and build rugby in Melbourne? It's never going to happen. Why are we taking these super rounds to Melbourne? It's like rugby league trying to break into the United States. It's never, ever going to happen. Rugby, I think, is in a little bit of crisis in regards to engagement, to fan engagement. I think it needs to rebuild itself. I think there are other cities that could benefit from this. Um, I mean, in a perfect world, I just wouldn't have these super rounds. I don't think the Crusaders should have to give up a home game. Um, where do you sit on this? I mean, yeah, use the MCG. Take a test match there. Have it as exhibition. Enough New Zealanders there to fill up 100,000. But really, we're ne- they're never going to make inroads into Melbourne, are they? No, they're not. And I think the Super Round having been there for the last three years has only reinforced that. And and I think the reason why is I believe that there, there was a deal done um, with the Vic, Victorian government um, for whatever reason to, to bring Super Round um, over a certain period of years to Melbourne um, on the hope that obviously they could promote the game. Unfortunately, that has failed. Uh, it was really disappointing to tune in yesterday and see two um, really good games of rugby, like the like you mentioned, the Moana and Drua game was, boy, it was entertaining and it was free flying. There was real ambition to play, which was good to see. And then equally, you know, you've got the first time the uh, New Zealand team takes on an Australian team, um, out, you know, outside of that Hurricanes game. Uh, the week before and getting the Crusaders against the Waratahs, Waratahs traditional game and there was just no one there. <laughs> like mm. I was expecting at least, you know, the crowd to be half full at Amy Stadium, but it wasn't even that. And it just shows there's just no interest whatsoever from the general public to come along and see 
all of these teams all at the, the one venue in good weather. You know, there was mm. there was nice weather there. People were in shorts and T-shirts, the people that were there. So uh, I'm not sure how long the deal runs for Watto, um, but, yeah, there, there's just no point in it. I don't feel that it's promoting the game. Um, it's just not helping the game when people tune in and there's a real lack of atmosphere at the game because there's no one there. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion around the Super Rugby competition, Super Rugby Pacifica, versus what the competition once was. How do we get fans back? How do we get, um, I, I, I guess, a competition where the bottom team potentially could beat the top team? We've got no South African sides at the moment. The games we tend to look forward to the most are still in New Zealand derbies, even though the Waratahs have maybe shown, hey, perhaps there has been a little bit of a shift. Yet the second round of the season, here we are in Melbourne. I, I mean, you just sometimes want to shake the administrators here and go, what part of this don't you get? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that's what you've got to think about, the good of the game. And I think when, when they made the decision to have a super round and then the bids came in for whichever country at whichever venue wanted to host it, I think Melbourne obviously presented something tourism-wise. I'm not sure what the inner details of the, the deal are, but obviously they they secured it um, on the hope that it would be good and it hasn't been. Uh, so, yeah, you would think, what are they, where are they going to go to once this current deal finishes? Uh, but, look, I, I certainly do feel that the entertainment factor in, in the games has been of a high quality. I think the skill set has been good in the opening two rounds, so we've seen some really outstanding tries and that continued. Uh, yesterday in, in the games that we saw, uh, and I was really I was at I was in Dunedin at Forsyth Bar Stadium. They got fifteen thousand there. I would suggest that's for the first time in a very long time they've had a crowd that big, and the yep. zoo was full and 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 was outstanding. The Chiefs were near on capacity the weekend before for the Crusaders game. You want to build uh, on and, the momentum, don't you? You want to build on that momentum. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. So what you what you're saying is right. You know, all of a sudden the Crusaders have an opportunity to get at home for the first time. Um, but they're not they're not going to see their team um, for four weeks because next weekend is an away game again for the Crusaders because of the fact that the Melbourne game was home. So all of a sudden they're missing out in Christchurch where they had the chance to launch into their first game of the season. Um, you know, good weather and and um, that that's now gone. So yeah, you wanted to continue the momentum out of the first round for all of these sides. You know, the big challenge will also be, and you know this, um, the, the the you know is. The Blues are going to have a good season, but how well are they going to be supported? You know, you go to Eden Park and it's a big stadium to fill and not often do you see the Blues put bums on seats there, uh, you know, but there's no reason for fans not to get out and support this team because they've started brilliant. Yeah, okay, two, two okay, okay, Justin, but this is where, and I'm going to bring in the dig now, and this is, again, view the range of Sherlock, lastlonger.com.au from the job site. To your backyard, lighten the load with Sherlock, available at Bunnings Warehouse. And I'll get you to give us your frustration or your dig of the week. But we want Blues fans to turn up to Eden Park. We want people to turn yep. up at home. We've just talked about the fact they've taken the second round to Melbourne. But here we are again, the second round in, and the Blues resting and rotating all blacks. These guys haven't played a test match since November 20th. How big a break do you need? I want my damn players playing every week. I don't want to mm. see a billboard in Auckland featuring these marquee all blacks encouraging me to come along, and I turn up, and they're not available. It's like going to watch U2, both 
Bono's not available tonight, but we've got <laughs> but we've got a different singer in. You know, the NRL yeah. have their best players playing every week. We talk about the EPL, unless you're seriously injured, the best players play every week. I, 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 we didn't win the Rugby World Cup last year. We didn't win in the 219. I'm sorry, there is still just, other than a PowerPoint presentation, there is still no science to suggest that this resting and rotating and wrapping our wool blacks in cotton wool actually benefits us. In fact, I'll go back to 2011 World Cup. The two best players in the All Black team in 2011 were Kevin Mialamu and Jerome Kano, and they played the entire domestic season in New Zealand and pretty much played every minute of the damn All Black game. That is my dig of the week. That's what frustrates the hell out of me, and I thought it might change under Scott Robertson. Yeah, and a very valid dig as well. And and whether or not he's got any control of that or it's a current policy that's been set in place, because I know he was probably as Crusaders coach not entirely happy, happy when he had to sit All Blacks down uh, when he had so many of them in his, his team and never makes it easy as a, uh, for a coach when you're dictated to, like you say, by science and by a directive coming above you that you can't offer any rebuttal to. So that, that never makes it easy. Uh, I, t- I certainly agree with you. I've been reasonably vocal on that this week that I feel that we, we want our best players playing and I think our best players want to be playing. They, they, when they're fit and when they're healthy, any time in the jersey, you just want to be out there. You yeah. want to have the boots on. You want to be playing with the sun on your back, with a with a good, healthy crowd, and you and you want to be getting stuck in straight away. You don't want to be giving other players a chance in your jersey. You don't want to see somebody say you're a, a Highlanders um, All Black. You don't want to see a Crusaders Chiefs player who doesn't have to rest going out there and performing well because all of a sudden that puts pressure on you for your jersey um, because you've now playing catch-up and, you know, people start talking about that particular player. Oh, wow, he's looking really good. And, you know, you come back in and, and you're under unnecessary pressure. So I'm very much an advocate. Yep, there's no real sport in the uh, other sport in the world, you're dead right, that doesn't allow its best players playing. And can I ask you this? Get to that point. Oh, can I ask you this, Justin? Because I know growing up and playing, you know, I played rugby for a bit. I played football, but I love my sport, and I always had a ball. Yeah. Or I was playing before school. I played in the interval. I played at the lunch break. You know, after school there was an ad hoc game going, whether it was be cricket, rugby, football. And I was so disappointed when games were cancelled on the weekend because of rain. And we always listen to the cancellations. Please don't be cancelled. We so desperately want to play. Does, does that love of the game, is that change forced upon you when you get into the professional ranks? Or do you just... No. I mean, do you know anyone that loses that love of the game when they hit the professional ranks? I mean... No. Well, t- talking from personal experience, I certainly didn't feel that way as a player. Um, I I just wanted more. Well, yeah, you absolutely. Level, yeah, you're at the, you're at the peak of, of the game and you, you just want to play as many minutes and seconds in the jersey as you possibly can because you know that it's a short lifespan and you never know what's around the corner. Many players have experienced that. So any opportunity you get is not not about going out there because you feel you have to. It's because you want to. You know, I just wanted to play. I wanted to play whether it was, you know, we were playing against um, Auckland or the Blues or whether we were playing against uh, the Force or Manawatu, you know. Like, I wanted to be out there. I wanted to be playing. And it didn't have to just be Ranfurly Shield games or semi-finals or whatever um, it had to be. I just wanted to play. And I, I certainly feel any player out there would um, be would advocate that you know you just you just want time in the jersey and and out there showcasing your skills and competing more than anything. So 
I certainly feel that no, that the, the players are playing because they love the game, um, and and I guarantee you, if you if you all of a sudden just wiped the slate this week and went righto, that's it. We can't sustain it anymore. Professionalism is gone. Um, there's no more players being paid to play rugby anymore anywhere in the world. That all those guys would then just give their jersey back and go bugger it. I don't want to play anymore. There's no way they would. No, I agree. Way. I agree completely. I, I mean, yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I certainly feel there is a there is still a real a real love for the game, and um, I just I just feel we want our players not having to be dictated to. They 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 know their bodies well. They know how mentally they feel you know if they feel like well, they're not quite right they can go to the coach and say you know what coach i think i need a week a weekend off but what why be told how you're feeling and how your body is yeah. when it's when it's not when, when the person that's telling you it's not their body i remember from my own experiences we'd swim in the morning cameron brown and i and then we'd go run around lake pupuki golf course and you have chlorine in your skin and you're feeling tired you had a track session of 10 1ks to do and yeah. right there and then you're like, oh, man, oh, I feel a bit sluggish. But then once you actually got into the yep. session, you, you had some of your best workouts. And, yep. and you know, sometimes you just got to get out there, don't you? You just got to get into it. You can't you, you, you can't just, you know, look at the heart rate monitors or, you know, have this blanket statement. We've all got different physiology. We've all got different mindsets. We all recover differently. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's the but, game. But you know what? That's a really good point because what what that equally does is, is it – mentally creates um you know really strong values you know like w- when you're tired and 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 you give up you know that that's not what makes yeah. the elite sportsman does no. it it doesn't it doesn't create that drive of you know what i'm a little bit battered and bruised or i'm a little bit fatigued but but the best in the world you know the the roger Federer's of this world that you know, to a degree, in this heyday, Tiger Woods, players like that, they, they weren't always, you're never 100% fit. Mm, mm. But, but mentally, they are massively strong and they put what's a bruise or a slightly tight muscle or slightly fatigued, they put that behind them, they go out and they perform, 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 perform. And that's, that's what you want out of, your, out of your, your top level players. That's what we want out of our All Blacks, yeah. that attitude that yeah. I'm not going to be told or... Um, my heart rate monitor's down this week and the, the, physio, the physio and trainer have come to me and said, no, you look slightly off at training. We're going to give you a break. You know, that's bullshit. You, you, you don't want that. Yeah, well, you I, don't I, want to be told that. And, you, and equally, what they need to say is you're slightly off, but we're putting you out there. Get stuck in. Go yeah. out there and get stuck in. Oh, look, I, 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 I sort of have a love-hate relationship with sports scientists. I mean, scientists once told us the earth was flat, didn't they? Um, yeah. And... and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I used to, when I was running the triathlon program in France and said sometimes have to move the swimming sessions to the evening just because the pool times got changed and you have kids who are having a quiet mm. day and they'd sit around all day watching television and really doing nothing and of course they felt tired. Oh, I don't know whether I can go this afternoon, I just feel tired. It's like, mate, just go, do the warm-up, get into it. And, you know, they end up having their best sessions. And Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, just quickly, uh, do you have a dig of the week? We've probably already probably jumped across most of them. I mean, the fact that we've got rounds in Melbourne, the fact that we've got players being rested and rotated, anything else that's frustrating you? No, and we didn't chat, did we, Watto, before this? No, we I didn't. Mean, I was way to bluff um, oystering, so uh, I'll rub that in. Um, but <laughs> uh, because of that... I'm uh, sorry, the Crusaders bit... are Rowan too, and you went bluff oystering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just slightly off on my um, on my prep, but we didn't have a chance to chat and sort of go, go about you know, seeing what you had to gripe about or what you were really happy about. And funnily enough, you've you've hit the right target point for me. 
um, when you said about Melbourne, because I watched it and I was just like, where is everyone? You know, this is just crap. We, we, we're we not promoting the game here and they're not, they're not getting behind it and that's wrong. So, no, we've touched on both points really well. Uh, okay. So that, that's good news. Okay, we've got John from Auckland who's phoned through. Morning to you, John. Welcome. Morning, morning, Wado. Morning, Justin. Hey, um, morning, John. just on the Blues, just on the Blues, they're playing well. And yeah, um, they actually got a massive crowd in Whangarei, which was pretty good to watch in round one. But they've got to compete with the Warriors, mate. And I try to get a ticket to the Warriors next week, and it's pretty much sold out. I think the preseason in Christchurch was even sold out. So those are the things we're competing with. And like you said, the fan engagement hasn't been there the past couple of years with Super Rugby. But the product was awesome, especially um, this weekend. Um, pretty disappointed with the fans. But, man, it won a Pacifica game and even the Blues and Highlanders. Um, but just I just want to ask you, Justin, like... Watching the Crusaders yesterday, mate, I I looked at their team and I thought, man, they haven't even turned up. What's going on? Like, I've never seen a Canterbury team like that since probably 2002 when you fellas finished 10th, I think, out of 12 teams. Uh, say, say that again. When did they finish 10th out of 12, was it? Was that 10th? Did I hear you right? 10th out of 12? <laughs> yeah, well, the Blues As Justin sits there on his bluff oysters. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I was there for that season, actually, John, and uh, it, it was a tough year. And, you know, that that was us trying to figure out our DNA and figuring out, you know, where the where this team and what direction it was going to go and, and, and try and find find some resistance so that we could start winning rugby games. And that ultimately ended up being defence. We decided that what we wanted to do is restrict teams from scoring. And you think of those first couple of years when we were successful in winning the titles against the likes of the Brumbies, um, and the Blues, they were very good attacking size, but we just defended our hearts out. And, uh, you know, that ultimately won us tournaments. So that was us figuring out how, how to become a really good side. But you're, you're right in what you say, that the Crusaders just look slightly off at the moment. Um, you know, the fact that they're conceding that many points against an Australian team, John, you're, you're bang on, you know, like good Crusaders teams, even though they're not scoring points, they won't concede many, um, which makes it tough on the opposition. But for them to give up, that many points is a bit of a worry because defence is always an attitude mindset thing with Canterbury and Crusaders players and I think they've been leaking too many points so that's a first area of concern. I'm just going to ask you mate um, you mentioned how, how what, what's the price of tickets in that like like what, what, what the, the Blues when they put on a product and you go along to Eden Park is, is it reasonably well priced like say for example compared to what the what it, what it's like to go and pay and watch the Waz play is it is it in the same zone or uh, what's the expectation levels there if you have to go along mm. to Eden Park yeah I think uh, a super rugby game well in Auckland anyway is probably slightly cheaper maybe by about oh, yeah. five more dollars um, but the entertainment value in terms of the NRL what they provided the Warriors game is just out of this world mate especially at half time you know They've got shows going on. They've got all sorts going on outside the stadium. But 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 I'll also um, so I'll, that's I'll, that can I'll on. Yeah, John, I'll also say though, I think one thing the NRL do is what Justin and I have just been talking about. You know, whether it's your athletes for the Warriors that are fronting up. The opposition always has brand athletes. They've done a really good job of building brand athletes across all the other teams. You know, they've got genuine superstars and you can go along and say, well, I saw this team and I got to see this player live, this player that I've seen play State of Origin or play for the King. And that's, that's that, I think, is part of the problem with the Super Rugby is that 
you, you know, our top players are all playing in Japan at the moment. They're all on these sabbaticals. And that's the challenge that I think faces the game at the moment. Um, you know, has it become too player-focused? Has it become too player-centric and not enough about the fans? Yeah, I think so. Hey, just before I go, one thing that I do notice between the two sports is that rugby doesn't make available their players, whereas rugby league does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. And don't start Good me. Point. Don't start me on that one too. Lovely to have you on the program, John. Thank you. Now view the range at SherlockLastLonger.com.au. From the job site to your backyard, lighten the load with Sherlock. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Uh, also, do just check out the range of Kubota. This is the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. They've got your tax time sorted with amazing value on a huge range of power tools and more. We'll take a break. Telephone numbers 0800 150811. Aaron Major to join us on the program next.